Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our sponsor of the week is Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. They are the photography and videography specialist that can help you get the job done if you're looking for wedding photos, special events, wedding videography, commercials, you name it. If you need a video or a photo project, they are the team to call. So we appreciate Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions for sponsoring our episode. Our special guest this week is Alexis Altenberg. She's the current reigning defending Princess America, Maryland Teen 2020. And I'm so excited to have her on the show. At the at the young age of 17, she owns her own foundation, dress company, has had several pageant titles, had the experience of competing in Maryland Teen USA, and has so many things to look forward to in the future. And she has so much advice for younger kids that want to compete for. So if you're considering or you're on the fence about competing in a pageant, I think that Alexis is a perfect person to look up to and a, and a perfect young lady to um, really use as a role model for someone that wants to really just achieve the next level or be motivated to go out there and live her best life. So I hope you guys enjoy this and please stay tuned. And welcome to the show. Hi. Hey, it's it's great to have one of my newest friends on the show. And I was really excited to um, finally have the opportunity to interview you. I, I haven't had a lot of teen contestants on the show. And um, I'm really excited to uh, to broaden the show. So thanks for coming on the show. And, and uh, thank you for being a follower and a listener as well. well. I'm really excited to get started today. Yeah. So... Why don't we tell all of our listeners more about you? So, um, your current what's your current title? I'm currently the Princess America Maryland Teen. That's awesome. And when did when did you get your title? Um, I received my title in February. So just newly crowned. That's awesome. Yes. So what's the? I mean, under the climate, what was the original um, pageant uh, for for nationals? Is that going to be June or July for, for nationals? Yes, nationals is in July in Orlando, Florida. Oh, awesome. So that must be exciting. Is that, um, have you been to Orlando before? Um, yes, last year. This will be my second year participating with this system. Oh, so you've actually, you've, you've, um, you've competed in the system before. Awesome. Yes, last year I had the West Virginia title. Oh, okay, okay. So... Is this a system you think is a great starter system or just a good system to really grow in? This system is definitely a good one to grow in. Um, in my opinion, it's one of my favorite systems. It's a week long. You meet a lot of amazing girls there. They're just doing some really great things, and you learn a lot throughout the week. And then on the last day, you compete, and you just have so much fun that you almost forget that they're, like you're getting ready to compete. So when you do on Friday, it's just you have to really get yourself focused in the um, competition mode. But it's just a really amazing system, whether you've been doing pageants for five years or it's your first pageant. 
Well, I, I have a lot of friends that have competed in this specific system and then gone on to USA and then win USA title. So um, I, 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 I have a great feeling that this would be a great system for someone to really learn the ropes and really do successively. And then, I mean, who, who doesn't like to take a vacation to Orlando? So... Yeah, a lot of the misses that come back, um, they have been previous teams in the USA system. And also, if you are to win this system, um, you're encouraged and allowed to compete in the USA system, even if you have this title, a state title, or a national title with it. Oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's really like in a partnership with, with the USA system then? Yes. That's cool. So let's take it back. So how did you get into... Um, pageantry or or were you more doing sports when you were younger and or doing uh, music like what what really started your path on to to doing pageantry or what's the reason for doing pageantry when I was younger I tried literally everything karate sports um, music I just was trying everything I never really found anything that I love so when I was the beginning of my junior year, I tried a West Virginia Fairs and Festivals pageant, and I absolutely fell in love with it. I just met the sweetest girls there, and I just lo- loved what was behind pageantry. So from there, it's just really taken off, and it just kind of became my life with pageants. Is there a difference um, from a from a festival pageant than uh, a traditional, like, uh, pageant that is held you know on a stage than being held at at a on a, at a, a private party or, or a festival that's a sh- that's a short weekend uh, event um i would say yes the difference is with a fairs and festivals pageant it's only one day long and you do do things throughout the year but mainly what you're doing is you're just there for your festival that comes up and you're supposed to be there the whole weekend and just promote your festival throughout the year rather with um, other systems where you're doing projects throughout the year and maybe you're competing for nationals but fairs and festivals does have a nationals too for the um there'll be the miss fairs and festivals oh there is see that's something that even yeah. my i that's something that even myself doesn't know so you could legitimately wear that title and not feel foolish to go to a public event and, and be this local Anne Arundel um, fair then. And that would look foolish then, I guess. No, because that's the systems that in West Virginia and Virginia that they do. There's everything from the Cupcake Queen to the Roadkill Festival Queen. I think in um, both states there's about 50 different titles. Oh, that's cool. When. Cause I'm, I'm no, no, no. I mean, it's not, I, I, I have friends that have done the, the watermelon, um, uh, festival queen and they represent the watermelon association. So I'm aware of that smaller pageant system. I don't know if you're uh, familiar with that system, but I assume it's, it's something similar to that. So are you, are you more representing farmers if you're doing the festivals like that? Or are you representing a more broader it just depends on which one that you do because gotcha. some of them like i only um personally participate in two of them gotcha. um, and one of them for example is the sweetheart festival 
and then that one wasn't actually an agriculture festival. So it just depends on what title you go for with that it, kind of system. It, it, it sounds the name would sound be perfect if it was like strawberries or cherries. That'd be like a perfect name for uh, for an agricultural uh, pageantry. But yes. hearsay. <laughs> that's hearsay. No, nothing. Um, so you're hooked on that. What what's your first real pageant you decided to compete in then? It was the high school West Virginia pageant, high school and collegiate pageant. You did the collegiate pageant, okay? Yes. How how did you enjoy the collegiate pageant? Because I I know I have several colleagues that have are currently are competing in it, and they they love it. So what was your what was your uh, feelings on the matter? I think it's a really good system. There was definitely a lot of amazing girls there. Um, I love what the pageant stands behind the brave and just that it really promotes for girls to not only just be pretty, but to be smart and to be kind, just kind of be the whole package to be the best you that you can be. So that's why I really like what that system stands behind. Do you like the idea that they're not focusing on your, on your designation of being a teen? They're more focused on education and you get the, you get a, you get a high school title does that seem cooler to you, or are you? do you like the idea of having a teen title? I like the idea of it being a high school title. I, I think that it's kind of cool because it's it's so unique because everyone else just gives out a teen title. And so, you know, it's does it make you feel special to have something that's, you know, that's so different? Um, yes, I, th- I like those titles because... I think that then it can celebrate not only just your accomplishments you're doing the community, but your accomplishments that you do in school, things that maybe um, people may not really know about or may not have um, gotten recognized or getting recognized because you're not just being recognized as a teen, but as a student. Do you think you will go back after you're in college and do the collegiate so you have one of each? Um, I don't think so. Because I actually plan on um, taking more of some different educational classes instead of just going to traditional college. Okay, but it, wouldn't that still be? Wouldn't that still um, make you eligible if you wanted to compete again? Um, I, actually, it might. Okay. Well, I mean, hey. I've really looked at higher it. higher education okay. is always you know so you know it, it doesn't matter I if you're up. If you're going to do higher education, I, I encourage you to do that. So that that's um, that's definitely a good thing on your on your side if you're deciding to do that. So Are you there? Oh yes. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. So um, yeah. So you so how many years did you do collegiate then? Well, I only did that um, pageant one time. You only did it once. Okay. And then what What was your and next? That was my last pageant in West Virginia. So then when I moved to Maryland, um, I did the East Coast pageant, which was more of just a runway pageant. And then when I went to nationals for that, then it went into a traditional pageant. So that was a bit different for me. I wasn't really expecting how it was, but it was a lot of fun. But it just wasn't really what I was looking for. 
Now, is that a new system? Because I, I, I ran into the young lady who was Miss East Coast, Maryland. And we, I had, had her on the show. And I wasn't very familiar with that system. Is, is that system just, you know, a couple years old? Yes. Okay. And were you thinking to take that just because it's practicing your modeling skills? Is that because you specifically said it was a runway pageant? Yes, that was, um, it was for me to get some practice on stage. Since I haven't had as many years of experience as most girls with pageants, I thought that it would be a good way for me to get some more on stage experience. And did they change the rules at nationals then? Yes. So then at the state pageant, it's just runway. But then whenever you go to nationals, they also add an interview and then they add in some different um, talent competitions. You actually get to pick what competitions you participate in. So that's a bit different. Well, I would say that's really different because how do you judge people if, if everyone's doing something different? So that must be a very um, confusing way to pick a, to pick a winner. Did you feel um, like surprised or shocked uh, um, with the course of actions that happened there? yes it wasn't really what I was expecting I was a little bit confused about how some people got to do some things but I mean I'm confused I, I I'm I'm completely baffled that uh that you're competing with people that aren't okay <laughs> yeah it was yeah it was I mean I, I I guess that's the reason why you didn't go back either because like I wouldn't say that would be fair either so that's very um to me, that sounds like what they're doing with Miss America, where they keep on changing the rules. Because I, it's my my bone attention when it comes to Miss America is they keep on changing the rules, and they don't they're they're changing the rules within the same year, which is really not fair to anyone who competes. So, yeah, it is a little bit difficult to keep up with all the different changes in Miss America. I know like more seeing new things. I know, and that that's the scary part. It's like because. Um, you know, when he, this is, it's a sport, you know, and rules just help to know how you win. And if you don't know the rules, how do you win? Right. True. Right. Not so sure. you, go ahead. No. What were you saying? Oh. What were you saying? Well, you were going to oh, make, never oh, okay. No, no. So, so you only did that pageant for one year and then are you now, is that, where we are now on the princess or did you do another one? No, then I did Maryland USA. Oh, you did Maryland USA. Okay. Yes. So how was that experience? Was that something that you've always wanted to do? Was a great experience? It was a great experience ever since I first started pageants. When I first started, honestly, I didn't think that I was going to do big pageants like that. So to get to walk on that stage was absolutely amazing. I mean, you say that, are you, are you saying that you were kind of doubting yourself that you could compete at that level or you thought that you needed to practice and, and learn the skills to, to be better um, prepared for that, that type of yes. performance? Because truthfully, when I started pageants, I wasn't your typical pageant girl. 
I wasn't real girly. I didn't wear heels and everything. If you would see me now, that would be kind of hard to believe because I basically live in heels. But when I first started pageants, I couldn't even really walk in heels. So to look at all those girls on stage like that, I was just like, oh, that is not going to be me. Well, do you feel but that... Well, do you feel that you have to be that way? Or do you believe that you can't be a tom girl and 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 wear, you know, flats and not do makeup and do you not think you could you could still win that title? Do you do you think you have to conform? After doing pageants, I absolutely do not believe that anymore. Okay. I don't think that there's any typical pageant girl anymore. Um, there's no certain things you have to do. There's no certain way you have to be. I mean, there's been USA girls that haven't worn makeup in their headshots. There's some USA girls that probably you wouldn't catch them in heels unless they had to be. So I just believe that they're not looking for a specific type of person anymore. So if you're going to do pageants, no matter how you are, you should just go out there and be yourself. Because the judges aren't looking for like a cookie cutter pageant girl anymore. They're looking for somebody that's like true to themselves and goes up on the stage in an interview and shows them their personality, no matter how it is. So do you, so, so you're definitely in favor that if you're not a girly girl and you don't like to dress up that if you put effort into it, you could still win as long as you show your your emotion and show your personality and, and have a great cause. Yes. Okay. So are you saying that that you could not I mean, would you say that you were a tomboy then when you're you're saying that you were not a girly girl like you're not dressing up and not wearing high heels? Growing up I was never a girly girl at all okay so all right so you're you're a tomboy you, you like to yes. right okay so are you saying that are you that's just not you now or you think that it would be possible for you to compete that way i mean of course i would understand on stage that you would do your makeup but you I mean you you could still be yourself you wouldn't have to be like on like as they say on you know, 24 seven, you could be like, when you're not in public, you could be yourself and not have to be like 100% glammed up. I mean, is that the, is that the feeling that you feel that you could have a title like that and still live a normal life? I feel that you definitely, if you have a big title, you should care how you look when you go out in public. Okay. that you should present yourself respectfully and look neat, but you also don't have to always look like you're right off the runway every time you walk outside. But I definitely still think that there should be standards of how you present yourself in public. Okay. So it's more, it's more responsibility with the title. So does, okay. So here's the question because you're the teen. So you're in the new generation. So, does the title make the girl or does the, or does the girl make the title? I think the girl makes the title. Okay. And the girl makes the title by her attitude and her outfit or her poise or what else? By how she presents herself. Um, 
how she looks, but by how she looks, I don't mean um, her beauty necessarily. I mean, just how she wants to present herself, not going out every day, just looking like a slob. You just need to look a certain way, I believe. And it's just what you do with your title. So I would definitely say that the girl makes the title because you can have a really big title and not do anything with your title. And then it doesn't really mean anything, but it, you could have a small title and go out and do big things with it. So you make a very fair point there. And, um, they would say in wrestling, if, if you had a title and you never defended it, then it doesn't matter how much, how respected the title is. If you never, and, and I would say on the pageant side is that if you never make any impact or never talk to a Senator or, or, try to infect change, then you didn't make any effort using that title. So, so I, I, I commend you to, I commend that you understand that at such a young age. So is that something that you've realized yourself or do you have friends that have really, or, or family members that have really helped you to realize that? I think that I've realized that from when I first started pageants, that I was doing smaller systems in West Virginia and I was trying to do big things with my little titles, even though like some little pageants that I first started off, people may not have known really what they were, but I still would take my title out there and go out and try to make a change in my community. Just the same as I try to do with like my princess America title, which people recognize. So I just think that, I've learned that no matter what you have, or even if you don't have a title, that you should just keep on trying to make a difference no matter what. Is it, is it more of a, a fantasy or is it really the truth that when you wear your sash and you go to a business owner or you're talking to a politician, they tend to believe you more and they listen to you and they give you more time? I definitely believe that that is a real thing, that if you go somewhere with your title and you're younger, that they might take you more seriously than if you just walk in there without it. And they're just kind of like, oh, this teenager's coming in here wanting stuff. They may not take you as serious if you come in there and you're like, oh, a pageant girl's coming in here. I truthfully do believe because I went to people um, trying to get help on different fundraisers. Um, with a title and without, and I have seen that people usually are more willing to listen to you or to help if you have your title. Is that because of the legacy, or do you think it's the aura that it represents? I think a little bit of both, because I think some of it is pageant girls kind of have a history of being serious about helping people and being responsible that they have a lot of people um, associate pageants with a lot of good qualities. So I think that's part of it. And I also think to a certain degree, it's part of people um, being kind of curious. A lot of times they'll want to ask you about your title and about what you're doing. So I think it's a little bit of both. Do you think it's also maybe the fact that we don't have a king and queen in, in America and that, um, and we don't have a royal family and uh, pageantry is like a kind of like a like like a kind of like a tie to something that we don't have in America. But 
you know, but Americans love, um, you know, what the um, the royal family and the United Kingdom represent. Is that, do you think that is, or do you think that's just a stretch? I think it, I can see that. I definitely can. I think that a lot of times, especially if you have your crown on, people are attracted to you to come talk to you, um, ask questions, just because they're attracted to, like, the shiny crown or the sash. So even if they don't really know too much about the pageant world, they're probably going to want to come figure out some kind of information about what you're doing or, like, they'll come ask, like, what are you? So I definitely can see that, too. Do you have a lot of smaller kids coming up and asking if you're a princess or or is that an, is that the normal conversation? Yes. Last year I actually did a fundraiser um, where it was Princess Fur Day where I was raising money for Give Kids the World. So I wore my crown and my sash, and I was there along with some Disney princesses were there to visit the kids. And I had just as many kids come up to me with my crown and sash on as the Disney princesses wanting to take pictures with me or asking me if I was a princess. So I definitely um, think that kids do associate pageant girls with princesses. Of course. Um, So do you feel that have, do, do you feel awkward that younger girls or younger or younger guys associate that just because you have a crown that you must be a princess, like a, a like a real princess or, or, or do you, or, or do you, you find that as to be like just giggles and laughter at that, 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 that occurs. So. No, I actually enjoy it when younger um, children come up to me asking me if I'm a princess, because I believe that a lot of younger children um, look up the princesses. So it's a whole thing where if they're seeing me doing good that they're going to think that they should do good too because they look up to princesses as kind of a role model. So if they're thinking that you're a princess, then they're going to maybe copy what you're doing or kind of take some mental notes on it. And do you think that that's important in society that we have that type of uh, hierarchy or or structure where, where you have someone that like that, that is relatable? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, so do you, do you think that it's, it's good that, that it, that it's not like just because you're not on television or or like in magazines, I mean, hopefully one day you'll, you'll have a big title and you have that, but like, do you like the idea that you're more local and you might be able to be more approachable? Like, do you, have you, do you, at this point, do you have fans that are like, really um so excited to see you and they come out to all your events or do you have other friends that talk about that um yes i do i'm friends with some of the i haven't got to that point yet but i have some friends right now that are currently um teen usa girls so they kind of have like some little followers some little fans and they talk about how fun that is so is that something that you're excited to get to or is that also maybe concern you that like with that responsibility also maybe come with with fame and also um a little bit of overwhelming like people going to want your time all the time it's definitely something i look forward to but it can be a bit overwhelming being a pageant girl you always have to 
um, think what you're putting on social media, even watching who's commenting on your pictures, like what they post and everything, making sure you only have a good image to yourself. You have to make sure you watch how you are in public. Just You just have to make sure you're always putting your best self out there. So that can be a bit overwhelming, but nerve-wracking. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. So how did you find the princess pageant and why did you decide to do that? Last year, whenever I was getting my first headshots done, the girl that took me up there had been doing the Princess America system for seven years in a row. Oh, wow. And she was just telling me about how much she loved it and how everyone was a family, which everyone at Princess America truthfully is a family there. And you just kind of stay family with all those people. But she was just telling me about how much I would love it and how amazing the director was. So I was actually in D.C. I was living in West Virginia, but I was in D.C. with this girl. And I called my mom and was telling her all about it because she was in West Virginia and was telling her about how I had to do this system. And the next day we registered for the West Virginia title. So I started doing this system from word of mouth. That's awesome. So would you at this point feel feel obliged to pass that word along to other people? Would you encourage other people to definitely join the system too? Absolutely. Is there, is there a local director or is there only a, a national director? There's a national director. Okay. So, um, do you like the idea of having just one national director or would you like to have a state director too, or, or it doesn't bother you either way? Normally, I think I would say have a state director too, but the national director is just so fabulous. He's always on top of everything, and I just feel like he's one of those people that can be in like five different places at once. So just because of how fabulous he is, I would say that I'm happy with just having a national director. Awesome. So if they're very open to allowing you to compete in other systems, do you have... Do you feel that you would be open to it or do you feel so, so connected to the system now that you, you wouldn't want to hold another title while you hold a a title for princess America? The only other system that I would do is the USA system. That system is encouraged with this pageant. Um, During the week in Florida, we actually, we do a little, um, interview training and we keep the pageant the same style as usa whenever the teens quit doing bathing suit in usa the teens quit doing bathing suit at princess america it's almost like a practice system for usa oh wow so literally it's exactly the same rules it's the same 
rigorous rules and and etiquette and all that kind of stuff so yes do they lock you guys down too then is it as um do, like intense as they do for for maryland where they they lock you up and you, you know there's only one there's only one time to see parents and that's it and you know you're you're locked down for two and a half days then for the pageant no, the pageant's five days long. And oh, it's five days. Yeah. Oh, wow. We get to stay with our parents. Um, we always stay at the resort, and there's all kinds of activities that go on throughout the week. We get to visit, give kids the world one day, which is just the best experience that anyone will ever have. Isn't, that, have isn't that amazing? I mean, if you know a lot about it, I'd love for you to talk about it because it's such a – a lot of people don't know about that 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 facility in orlando so if you know anything about it, i'd love for you to talk about it because it's such a great organization yeah definitely that's the main um part behind princess america princess america is actually a nonprofit, and all the money goes to give kids the world well that's we that sounds even better i i would say that's even a better reason to uh to actually um compete in that system then Yes, the more you learn about Princess in America, it just keeps getting better and better. We have a gala during the week where we raise money, a silent auction, and we all have to do a fundraiser for it, and whenever we get there, they give us a tour, and we get to help out with some activities for all the kids that give kids the world, and they pick a few princesses, a few queens that get to go meet some of the kids, but what Give Kids the World is is it is the Make-A-Wish version of Disneyland, where any kids that get to make a wish, then if they choose to go to Disneyland, this is where they stay. And it's a theme park. They have amazing cottages that they stay at. There's just about everything you could think of there. They have horse riding. They have a water park. They have all the rides. They have a 24-hour ice cream bar. Um, once a week, they have... Christmas one day, they have Halloween one day, they have Easter one day. Each day has a different um, holiday theme. One day is a pirate theme. So it's just a week-long thing that kids get to go to. And, and it's it's for their entire family, family, right? It's for the entire yes. family, right? And yes. from what I've learned, um, it's all expenses paid, right? And it's yes. all fundraiser-based, so... It's an opportunity for the entire family to take a vacation with the sick child, um, and um, they basically baby them and give them anything they want. Is that how you? Is that the short and sweetest way to say it? Yes. I mean, um, I I can't imagine working in a place that can't. I mean, Disney World sounds like an incredible place, but this sounds like even better than Disney World because you know, you're, you're really making someone who's really sick feel so much better. So. Yes. It has all the magic of Disney, but just 10 times better. It's just an indescribable place. You can't even really explain to somebody just how you feel when you go there. It's just, it almost just makes you want to cry just how amazing it is there. Well, they also work there. Yeah. But they also do cool stuff where they have, um, if I'm wrong, please let me know. But, they have uh, private meet, meet and greets with um, Disney characters and Universal characters, um, and they do private readings with the kids and do and do story time. So, did yes, you have? Disney, 
Go ahead, go ahead. Disney allows Disney allows them to play um, unreleased movies in their movie theater there. It's just, it's a complete dream there. Everything that the kid wants, they make sure that they can get while they're there. That's awesome. Did you, um, did you have an opportunity to do story time while you're there? Um, no, we unfortunately did not. Well, I would encourage you because it sounds like you're going to be a lifer. You should make that a, um, a bucket list item because, um, I think you would get, um, a good joy off of that. So, um, I would encourage you to, to ask to do that because there's nothing yeah. like reading to a bunch of kids that definitely enjoy, um, ha hearing a good story. So. Yes, because while we're down there, we only have a certain amount of time, and we're on a schedule. Of course. But I plan on going down there um, on my own without the pageant again and becoming a volunteer this summer. So maybe I'll get to go down there for about a week by myself and get to do some more things that I wouldn't get to do. I mean, I I'm at, I applaud you for that because um, it it's such a great organization to volunteer for. So if you're going to volunteer for an organization that – this is a great organization to volunteer for because um, one of the organizations that I, I volunteer for in in Maryland is called Casey Cares, and they do um, events for kids that have cancer when they're um, very young, very similar to to the same same thing, but um, they do things locally. So I really. I applaud you for doing that because I don't think that that people understand that when you're sick starting your life off, you start your life off on the wrong foot. So I, I commend you for really trying to help them and trying to heal them. So That's always been something that's been very close to my heart is helping what, children. What do you think your what what do you think your career is going to be? Do you think you want to be in healthcare or or doing some kind of volunteering that or or is that just something that you're currently passionate to do my career is going to be with my dress shop okay but i actually plan on opening up a nonprofit that um the help kids in foster care which is another thing that's always been really close to me mm -hmm. my two things right now that i've been doing well i've actually been doing these even before i started pageants was helping kids with special needs and helping kids in foster care because those are two groups that I feel like sometimes get overlooked or people really don't do a whole lot for. And it's just been something that I've loved doing and I've built up. So one day I hope to be able to have a nonprofit and to help those kids in all kinds of different ways. Well, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to achieve that. So there's lots of great entrepreneurs that are able to run a very successful business and then also be able to have a non-for-profit that they also contribute money to and run successfully. So, I mean, the sky's the limits. So, yes, I mean, you're only 17, correct? Yes. So, I mean, I'm, you have so much, the, the runway of life is so long for you. So, I mean, you know, think, think big and think broad and, you know, the, like they say, the world is your oyster. So, absolutely, I definitely do. Do you? What do you think the end goals one with the pageants? Do you like, like, are you going? Do you think that the end goal is just to win, like, a big title or win a Princess America na national title, or 
that's not the end goal. The end goal is just to have a lot of fun and just continue to compete every year. Or is there another, is there a third reason? Or? My end goal would either to have a USA title or the princess America national title. And I think I'll keep working towards that until I achieve one of them, because I feel like that would really help me get my nonprofit off because just you make so many connections with that and I can make that my platform for the year. And I just feel like if I was to have a big title like that, I could really use that to expand my platform. Well, I would really encourage you not to wait. And, and even if it's, even if you only put $10 in, start it now because from a judge perspective and, and from experience, looking at my friend Adriana, one of the things I know that she got high marks on from the judges is that she already had her not-for-profit. She was already raising money. She already was doing events. So her her reason for doing the pageant was already started. She wasn't starting it after the pageant. She was She was going to do it regardless if she won or lost. So I think that would probably make a big impact in the judge's eyes that you are legitimately taking this seriously and that the, the title isn't the title isn't what made your not-for-profit. It's only adding to it, but that's just my two cents. I, I, I think that that you winning a title is only, but um, time and a little effort and it will happen. So well, it's definitely something that I think that what I was saying by that is having the title, it would help me expand more. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. This isn't something that I just started because of pageants. It actually kind of started when I was three years old. And I didn't even really, at the time, realize it. Um, I made, When I was in preschool, I met this little boy, and he had autism. And obviously, I was three, so I didn't really understand a whole lot about it. But I just knew that I wanted to be this kid's friend. And we're both 17 and he's 18 right now. And we're still friends to this day. And from the time that we met until last year when I moved, I was his buddy at the Baseball Challenger League. And I helped plan the autism walk every year. So that's kind of what started me in this direction. And then from there, it's made me want to kind of start to build up my platform with it. And I knew that that's what I wanted to work with. And then I brought the foster care system in because when I lived in West Virginia, there were some lower income areas there. So there was a lot of foster cares. So with that, I started doing birthday parties monthly because kids that are there, they don't really get their birthday celebrated. So every month I would come in and do birthday parties with the kids. So if your birthday was in April, then you would get presents. We'd play games saying happy birthday to you, have cake. And that was something I unfortunately had to leave in West Virginia. But somebody took it over, so that was good. But but you, you already built it. that legacy, which is so impressive. Yeah. I mean, Man, looking at myself, like you, you've overachieved what I've done. Like so impressive. Like I'm legitimately like, what have I done with my life the last thirty seven years? Like you're, I mean, you're throwing parties for kids, um, literally half your age, and you're only seventeen. I'm like, that's really impressive. <laughs> um, 
kudos to you and your effort to really make a difference. So um, that's definitely something you could definitely do and, and you know, com- continue to get other people to do. I mean, that's something that's very simple. Just throwing a simple party for people that, yeah, that's a great idea. So They're going to let me start it back up in Maryland, I believe, because in West Virginia, the laws were different there. Because here you can't volunteer at foster care systems if you're under 18. Well, so I couldn't start that back up here until I was well, that, 18. That's a shame. I mean, that's a little... I. Wow. I mean, that that um, that's a little... I wonder, I wonder why the law is written that way because the foresight in that doesn't make any sense because if you're willing, able, and and are wanting to volunteer, I don't see why your age has anything to do with it. I mean, um, most, most people that are willing and able to, to volunteer are usually very capable people. So I, I'm shocked that, that age has to play a reason in, uh, in volunteering. Um, if there's a, if there's, if you ever want to start a, a petition, you know, I know you're going to be turning 18, but you I mean you should, I'm sure there are other friends that would want to volunteer in the future. So if you ever want to change that law, I'll be happy to sign a petition to change that law because that law really in my mind doesn't make any sense. So, um, so I encourage you to, to, um, to continue to pursue your goals on that. So I definitely am good. So your upcoming, your upcoming year, you have the Maryland title. Um, do you feel that because you're going into your second year in the system? Um, how did your first year go? And, um, do you think you're going to be more poised to do better this upcoming year because of that? Absolutely. Last year, when I went into this system, it was my first really big national pageant. My first pageant with girls like this, all the girls here were just absolutely stunning. And they just had such good platforms. Everyone just had such a good heart here. And it was definitely the best group of girls I've ever been around. But they were also very competitive. So it was very... I was very nervous the whole week, and it wasn't really what I was expecting. I had a fabulous time, but it's just I wasn't expecting for it to be this big of a pageant. So this year, with the experience that I've learned and the confidence I've gained over the past year, I definitely think I'm going to go in there and be a completely different person than I was last year. And, and how did you do your first year? Did you place at least? No, I didn't. Okay. So this is an opportunity to really whitewash that first experience and really make a good, good impression. Well, good. I, I'm really, I'm really excited for you for that. I definitely, I learned so much from those girls too. Three girls from last year actually went um, this year and won their USA States out of the teens. So it's definitely a great system why I say whether it's your first pageant or you've been doing it for five years because all the girls are so sweet and they're willing to help you and teach you what they know. Even though it's a competition, they're still all trying to help each other and make sure that everybody goes out there and does their best. Does that personally put more stress on you that you know that you have top competition or do you feel that you are in the right system to, to be sharpened like a knife and to be the strongest and most capable pageant contestant? 
last year, it made me so nervous. And when I first went in there, I had never competed in USA or anything big. And all the girls were talking about how what they placed in the USA the year before. And some of the misses had been on the Teen USA stage. So it was very nerve-wracking last year, and I didn't like it. But this year, I look at that, and I'm looking at all the amazing girls I'm getting ready to compete against. And I just love it. I love that I'm going to have a lot of competition and be up there against some fierce girls because I think that we learn a lot from each other and bouncing ideas off of each other. And I just love to hear about um, what ideas they've came up with. And I'm just really excited to meet all of these girls and to hear about what they've been doing the past year. Well, it sounds like you're really positive. So 90% of it is mental. So I'm very confident that you're going to do even better this year. So just keep that mindset and I'm sure you'll be great. Definitely. Thank you. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video or doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. All right, so this is the part of the show where I let you take over the show. And I know we wanted to tell our audience all about you guys, a wonderful dress store and shop. So why don't you tell all our listeners about your organization? Okay, so my mother and I recently, a few months ago, started an online dress shop called Dress Up With Us. Because it's fun. (laughs) because it's fun to dress up sometimes our goal with our dress shop is not only to make sure that everyone looks fabulous but it's also to make sure that all the women that maybe aren't used to dressing up or aren't really too sure what shoes to wear with that dress can look can be confident and look beautiful we're not only just a dress shop that just lets you buy a dress we're here for you. We offer different services. We offer rental for photographers. We're going to be working with fabulous photographers like Paul. Oh. For, for people that are getting pageant headshots or modeling pictures or any type of headshot where they may need a dress. So we can make sure that your wardrobe is on point for your pictures. We'll also be doing dress-up parties. So if you have homecoming coming up, prom, or just the girls' night out, and you're looking to get fancy, then you can go on our website, and you can pick out the dresses you would like for us to bring. And we come and we set up with some snacks and some drinks of your choice, and we bring the dresses, and you can try on the one that you want. That sounds so awesome. Uh, I'm sure your mom would know what this what this means, but those are the old days where they do what they do the Tupperware parties. But that sounds incredible. That's a great idea. So, if that came out of mom's idea, that's a great idea. I, I think that's a let bring some wine and champagne and some strawberries and do a dress up party. It sounds like yes, sounds like a fun afternoon or evening. 
we're definitely really excited to be able to get started on those. And do you have any other ideas that you like to, to tell everybody are coming up? Well, we'll also, as soon as this is over, we'll be doing some pop-up stores. Cool. And we might be popping up in your area. Nobody ever knows when we'll pop up. But, yeah. Awesome. There'll be some really exciting stuff that'll be coming up. Well, I'm excited because I'm going to have both you back and your mom to talk all about your actual store. So I hope everyone uh, stays tuned to to our, our next episode talking about your guys shop and talking about the whole reason. So I'm really excited to really delve into, um, the dress company idea. So, um, I'm really excited to, to sponsor and to, to work with you guys. So, um, I will definitely encourage all of my listeners as well as all of my clients to definitely uh, recommend renting, uh, clothing or even purchasing, um, items from you guys directly. So, we're really excited to be working with you. Oh, thank you. So do you have anything coming up that you're promoting with your title? Are you doing any fundraising or are you um, are you playing virtual bingo? I know that's actually become a thing. Are you doing any Zoom um, training or anything for, for any of your listeners? There will be a Princess for the Day um, party that will be coming up soon. Cool. But... Of course, the date has not been announced yet because we're not too sure when we'll be able to gather again. But whenever everything's all clear for that, then there'll be a Princess for the Day party happening. That's awesome. So is that similar to what we had talked about where you actually have people dressed up like Disney princesses and then you get to come as well? And, and yes. You do? That's awesome. So is that something you want to do once a month or, or quarterly or... Um, that'll be the fundraiser for Give Kids the World. Okay, awesome. So that sounds like a fun idea. Do you, Where do you think you guys are going to do that? Are you considering a spot yet, or is that still up in the air? Um, it's most likely going to be in Annapolis, Maryland. Okay. So is that by invitation only, or are you going to put out that, or is that how's that working? It'll be for anybody who would like to come. We'll be advertising it. Cool. Um, online. Okay. Well, we'll definitely make sure to um to keep our eyes out, and then you can also put that in your bio bio for um to contact you about that. So yeah. that'll be fabulous. Yes, of course. Well, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show. If there's nothing else that you want to tell our listeners, then I will keep you to the hour that I promised you, and I will. Thank you for your time, and I will um, appreciate your your insight. Um, and I'm so excited for you, and uh, wish you the best on your upcoming competition. Well, thank you so much for having me. I hope everybody stays safe. No, oh, I, I appreciate that too. You you stay safe too. We um, we're in a very troubled time right now, but I think that we will all come out. I think the uh, the sun will will shine one day. So. Definitely. Alexis, thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited to work with you and your family with our the dress sponsorship 
and I'm so excited for you to be on our show. And I'm was so fascinated to learn more about you. And I'm so excited to help you along with your journey. Um, I can't wait till you start competing in the Miss category. And um, I'm so excited to be your sponsor and, and to help with that. And I, um, I'm hoping that I get to see you win your national title. And um, I'm so thankful for all of these opportunities. And um, I'm thankful that I've been here at the beginning and we'll see how things go. I want to thank all of our listeners um, for subscribing to our show. As you know, our show is both on YouTube and iTunes, so I appreciate the followers. Thanks for the thumbs up and the thumbs down. Everything is appreciated. The comments are appreciated. Please continue giving us feedback. Do not forget, we also have our movie review show with my co-host, Yvonne Carlos, um, where we break down movies that um, we find to be just hilarious or just incredible. And it's called The Movie Breakdown. So I hope you guys please enjoy it and please give us some more movies that you'd be interested in us reviewing. And as always, please stay tuned.